Oh my god, I don't know what I've just seen there, but it's it must signify the start of another episode of Trans Tasman Gibberish. Adam, uh, looking a little under the weather over the ditch there today. Yeah, I'm not too good, mate. I, my back is fucked, and I've got a cold or COVID or something. I'm not testing for fucking COVID, so everyone get fucked. But my back is just gonski, gonski, which you, is no good. Why don't you test for COVID? Because no one gives a fuck if I've got COVID or not. Yeah, but it's always good to go. Yeah, I had COVID. Yeah, I'll just say it. Just say you've got it. <laughs> I'll just say I've got it. Long COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, listeners, I do apologise if I'm a bit more monotone and a bit more reserved than normal. But, uh, yeah, I've just got to go through the pain. And, look, I was never, ever going to miss committing to the podcast for all of you listeners out there. And you, Whitey, of course. Oh, fuck the listeners. It's, it's about me, mate. <laughs> It's always good to see you, Whitey. How are you, you know, mate? Are you good? Yeah, mate. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, you know, just a, it's another day in paradise here. I'm counting down the days to uh, till we hop on the plane on Sunday to, to Bali. So yes, yes. Does that mean we're skipping a, a couple no, of we weeks? Can, no, it? we can we can do what we did the last time and okay. just uh, you know I'll carve a week, an hour out to. Uh, to to see your smiling face each week. Oh, lovely! Because it's really smiling a lot at the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't tell because of the growth on the top of your lip. <laughs> it's still there, listeners. Yes, still looking interesting. Yes, and I'm <clears throat> I'm trying to match you. So yeah, you're going all right, mate. I like it. I like it. The yeah, hairy I don't know lips. How much, I, I don't know how much longer I can last with it. Oh, really? Is it a bit? No, a bit... I just I think I look like a dickhead. <clears throat> I don't think you do at all. What is what is the most important thing? Is what does Megan think of it? Oh well, that, is that the most important thing? Absolutely, it is. Happy uh, wife, happy oh, I life, think she's mate. She's just appalled. I think she's just she's appalled. Let's get rid of it. Systematically then. appalled with everything that I do. I will start another podcast called The Hairy Lips, and uh, let's, we can get the girls on. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what a, that would be a good one. Get get the women's vibes as well. Absolutely, oh, we'll make we'll make majora stars of them. <laughs> Uh, okay, mate. Uh, uh, do you want to open the batting today? What have you yeah, got for us? I thought I'd do a list again. Like we oh, did a list, list last week. So love list. It's just gone off my phone, hasn't it? Of you know it your kiss, your kiss oh. is, is on my, my list. list. Oh, your list, is it? It's no, list. I it was on your lip. Well, it can be. There's some misspoken lyrics, if you've ever heard something. Yeah, All right. There is. Now, this one's right down your alley, straight through you. It's about movies. I thought I'd do it now. If, wow, if you guys okay. listeners haven't been listening properly, uh, Whitey is the the balls and all leader of Born to Watch. Check it out. It's a great podcast, movie yep. podcast. That's it. I have done my top 10 worst fucking movies ever. Oh, it's, your own, it's your own list. It's my own fucking list. I like it. And, and I thought because Whitey is such an expert in this field that I want to get his reaction to it. Now, let me, let me preface this. These are the ones I could remember that were shit. <laughs> I'm sure there's yeah, a fair, lot no, more. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. There's a lot I'm of movies sure. that, that are shit. Narrowing yeah. down to 10 is quite difficult. And also, these are the ones I've pretty much watched all of them. Some of them I switched off halfway because they were so shit. But let me start. Let me start. And this isn't in any particular order either, right? Okay. Right, let's start. The Bodyguard. Oh, Adam. Now, Tell me I why hate... you hate it. Tell me why you hate it, for one. Well, Whitney Houston's a fucknut. Um, Kevin Costner's shit actor. You're, mate, um, stop. Stop no, on the Costner slagging. He's a shit actor, and it's just one of the worst storylines ever with some of the worst songs ever written in it. So, there you go. Um, look, okay. I, I can understand your thought process with Whitney Houston. She's not great in it, although she's, she is suitable serviceable as as the role that she's playing, <laughs> essentially playing herself but not on the smack. Uh, I would have I, been better with her on the smack or mate, on the, I, on the I, Coke chaff bags. I'm a huge Costner guy. I don't know what I know you, you are. I, know, I don't know what you don't see in him, but I think he's really good in most of the stuff that he does. I'm going to bracket this now with Fields of Dreams. <laughs> Fuck Fucking off. terrible. Mate. Are you serious? That the wife's acting in that is yeah, Amy the most Madigan. Yeah, she's no, but she's a pain in the ass. So that, that you can have you can have parts of movies that you know, like actors that annoy you, but the movie overall is still good. The movie that movie is so good that how bad she is is irrelevant. And she's Mate. bad when she stands up and has that talk at the meeting oh. in the hall. 
Oh. She's Amy Madigan is not one. She Kevin Costner's not marrying her, right? Kevin Costner is not marrying Amy Madigan. Right? He's <laughs> she's not pretty enough to be his wife. Right? It's Two, not about it's not about looks. It's about what's on the inside. Why? I agree you with that. But that. but you, she's annoying. So she doesn't. You can't even go. She's got a nice personality. Mm. Right? She's a bit of a you know she's a bit of a shit cunt. Like if I can be, if I can be honest, but. He would not marry her. Too. What about a storyline? Storyline is a wank. The biggest yeah, but, wank yeah, of a storyline I've ever ever seen. What? The, which part? Fucking ghost baseballers come out of the fucking corn. I yeah. mean, seriously, make it a horror movie and murder some people. I love it. I love it. It's, it's about so it's about shit. a guy reconnecting with his father. It's about oh, a, a, just it's a, fucking it's a, do it then. It's about a guy who's who is. Uh, his his life has no meaning because the relationship with his father was so bad that it's had a major effect on the rest of his life. We'll sort it out then. And he did. Yeah, by the building ghost a sorted it out for him. Baseball field with some Mate, ghosts. Well, he fuck was told. Me. And what he, the fuck Darth the Vader's told doing him. there? He was Mate, James Earl Jones. Amazing. He's amazing oh. in that movie. Anyway, it's a great movie. And I tell you no, what, did you don't see it? Okay, so did you see when the Yankees played? Oh. Seriously. At the Field of Dreams Park. Can there be more of an American wank fest than Mate, that? Seriously. I've got to say, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I was watching it live. I had tears coming down my face when they were playing the music, and the players came out of the corn. Fuck a duck. Americans do sport <clears throat> so well. They do do sport well. I will give you that. The pageantry, but- the whole thing, that, that no one can, nothing can compare. But the, but the whole American culture... Of where they take something from a movie, then apply it to real life. To me, I just is American flag bearing crap at its best for me. But anyway, and I love America. Don't get me wrong; I really love America. Anyway, that's the, I'm going to have eleven top top tens now. Okay, so I was going to say, was that entered in your no? So you've got eleven. Uh, Titanic, shit movie, oh, boring, long. Really? Le- I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Shit. You don't um, want to paint me like your pretty little French girls, Adam? Oh, fuck me. Seriously. I, I, I it, just wanted everyone to die in that movie. Uh, so it would have been I'm, the best ever. I'm get, well, And they do. A lot of them do. Most of them do. A yeah. lot of them do eventually. Which was the best thing about the movie. Uh, pretty much all the men. Pretty much all the men die. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, women and then, children first. <laughs> yeah, women and children first. That wouldn't fly nowadays. No, not with the woke culture. Nah, that no, that would no, not all, fly. We're all There'd equal be a lot now. of dead women floating in the water yeah. nowadays. Lots of non-binaries, I reckon. Yes. Yeah, there'd be a lot of yep. men going, I now uh, identify as a woman. Get me on that fucking boat. <laughs> uh, but, anyway. okay, so it's funny that you mentioned Titanic because the, the latest episode we've just recorded for Born to Watch is Five Guilty Pleasures. Oh, yeah. So we did movies that, uh, we, can, that we consider to be our guilty pleasures. They're a little bit embarrassed that we either watch them regularly <laughs> or we quite enjoy them. And number five on my list was Titanic. Ah, uh, okay. So I get that. I and, understand And that. one of those reasons was that I actually was on your boat when it was released at the cinema, uh, pardon the pun, and, <laughs> and just refused to watch it. Yep. And then caught it when it came on to VHS or DVD and was like, and after hearing about all the making of it and how James Cameron nearly went broke, and it's now the old adage is that, you know, never doubt James Cameron. Yep. Because, you know, what he was able to, and, and I've, said this to, I've said this to Morgs on the podcast, I said, you need to sit down with your, with your girls, because he's got two young girls and his wife. Just sit down on a wet weekend, put on Titanic, right? Yep. And, and, and see what the girls think. I watched it with Isabel, and that was what clicked with me. I actually watched it with it, and she was yep. fucking polarized she could not take her eyes off the screen okay that's good as a nine-year-old yep she was so invested in this movie and that actually then gave me a new respect for it and i reckon last year i watched it four times with her oh and also we went and saw it in the cinema for the 3d re-release at the cinema right right yeah so but yours was an investment into your daughter more than yeah, the it is, but, love of the movie. But but I'm also surprised at actually how much I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, and right. I agree. It's too long. There's no doubt it's too long. And there's a lot yep. of stuff goes in that doesn't need to be there. It's got one yep. of the scummiest villains in the history of cinema in Billy Zane. Oh, that's right. Billy Zane's in it. That's right. Yeah. Wearing, oh, yeah, an, one wearing a quality wig. 
Is he wearing a wig? Billy's bald. Billy's bald. Just fucking be bald, mate. Nah, mate, only some of us can pull it off. <laughs> All right, anyway, Titanic. Yep. We both agree it's shit. Great. Um, <laughs> We're not going uh, very good here. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, tell, and give me yeah, give me your reasons. Now, this one is 100% American flag-bearing candy floss bullshit, which I just about a retard who reckons he's going to do all this shit. Sorry. Doesn't even fly with me. Doesn't happen. Um, I thought, and to, and to be fair, I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan either, to be fair. So that kind of puts me in the Kevin Costner movie as well. Yeah. And um, look, I even went to uh, Savannah in 2019 and saw the coffee shop where uh, it was filmed and went, don't give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I have a interesting relationship with uh, Forrest Gump, partly oh. because I am pro Pulp Fiction. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the year that Gump won all the awards, Best Director, Best Picture, oh. and Pulp Fiction should have won. Yeah, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So Pulp Fiction won original screenplay. Quentin Tarantino should have won Best Director, and it should have won Best Picture. Yep. And Time, best actor, know, best fucking supporting actor. Should have got everything. Yeah, and Travolta probably should have won best actor, and Samuel Jackson probably should have won best supporting actor. Now, is it's the greatest load of American schmaltz. Yes, but again, it's it's a movie that I find that I can sort of easily slip in and out of, and and I yep. don't have too many problems with it, other than I don't think it deserves the plaudits it got. Yeah, gotcha. Right, gotcha. Yeah, it's a boomer's. It's a boomer's orgasm. Right, the soundtrack, <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. is is all boom. It just screams boomer. Yep. But look, yeah, I, I like Tom Hanks. I think he's a good actor. Uh, but yeah, I, I can sort of understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, let that yeah. one go. So you can have okay. that. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and if you. Want to listen to one of the best episodes of Born to Watch? It was a Pulp Fiction one just prior to Christmas. <laughs> it was. There's uh, a special guest. There's a special guest who uh, may be on this podcast. Um, wearing a right. singlet. Wearing a singlet. <laughs> I was wearing a singlet too. And you I was were. drinking the hard solo and eating twisties. You were. It was the a best ever. Talk about a boomer's orgasm. <laughs> an ex's orgasm. Ex's orgasm, yeah. Right. Excuse me. Oh, that's, that's podcasting at its that's finest. fucking great. Um, strictly Ballroom. I'm with you. Terrible. And and I'll put nearly every single dance movie ever done, ever, except Electric Boogaloo in the 80s. Oh, yep. <laughs> Breakdance. Breaking 2, Electric Break Boogaloo. Dance. So good. So uh, good. Okay. I'm I'm not a huge Baz Luhrmann guy. Yep. I find Baz Luhrmann to be the quintessential style over substance. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Strictly Boreham. I didn't understand it. I never really got into it. I, you know, so I'm. I, it would not be on my list of ten most hated. Yeah, but I, I probably, if I talk Baz Luhrmann movies, I wouldn't even think that's his worst movie. Which but, one? Oh, Australia. I think bad. Australia is his worst movie. I think. But that's I've never just, seen it. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's it'd be worth watching. Okay. And they've actually right. just they've actually just re-released it as a uh, TV series called Far Away Downs. And Baz Luhrmann's gone and put a whole heap of extended yep. and, and uncut scenes in it and created a three-part or four-part okay. miniseries. Well, that might be better. And it's – I haven't watched it and I won't, but I've watched Australia and it's – yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. No, no, my, one of my – I think I had in my top team was Romeo and Juliet. And that was more for how many times I watched it during the 90s <sighs> in different state in states during the 90s and – that's where I love. That's when I love Leonardo DiCaprio and but, fell in love with what's the what's the actress that, Claire Danes, who's turned into an ugly duckling from a swan. Yeah. Um, she's gone the other way. Yeah, uh, Claire Danes was an absolute babe, but I, I really enjoyed that. that well, movie I think by I, I think that with with that though, because it was turning a genre or turning a, a I guess a piece of literature yeah. upside down, that the yep. style over substance worked. Yeah, it did. Because it, it did. was it was the it was sort of the antithesis of the of the text. Yes. So it was the complete opposite, right? So I yep. think that's where it works. But then and look, to be honest, like 
I really like Moulin Rouge. I think that's a good movie. Yeah, boring. Right? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Okay. Yeah, right. I think that I, I'm a bit of a sucker for a musical. Yeah, I know. You love a bit of a musical. I love a bit yeah. of Hey, a- Wicked's coming out. Did you hear about that? Wicked the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good musical. Yeah, I saw that in New York in 2019. Yeah. It was really good. I enjoyed yeah. it. And I'm not a massive musical. And yeah. I've seen heaps because my daughter used to be in musicals and stuff. Yeah. But- Defying Gravity is a great song. Yep, yep. Um, all right. Now, there's a couple here in a row which are kind of more offbeat movies that a lot of people wouldn't have seen. And I try, and you know me, I like my offbeat movies, but for me, they just did not work. And they, I just, I, I couldn't even get through them both. The first one's called Birdman with Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's rubbish. Oh, fuck. I, it, it is the most boring bunch of self. Lack of awareness tripe I've ever seen in my life. Don't see it. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm like you, mate. I didn't finish it. Yeah, uh, and Michael Keaton won uh, best oh, actor for that. I uh, think. Seriously, he was better in Batman. And I, I think it is it is it in your is it in your Ritu? It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those guys. It's all inside. It's all inside. Apparently, and I don't know. He's going through a breakdown, and it's it's just shit. Don't see it. Yeah, it's 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 an odd film. Yeah, it's it is. It's it's Alejandro Inaritu, and and he yeah. It's it's too it's too weird for me. Yeah, it's too weird for me. It's too, too. weird for me. And I like weird. I yeah. usually like weird. It's got um, an amazing cast. Like an yeah, absolutely amazing cast. But yeah, it's just one step too far for me. Yep. All right. Another one which was one step too far with a great cast was being John Malkovich. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what this is, why am I watching this? It just doesn't, again, it just looks like a bunch of actors saying, oh, look at me, look at me, I'm so good. Yeah. I feel, again, it's the, I think it reminds me of, and this is why I don't particularly like Wes Anderson movies, and this, obviously, Malkovich isn't a Wes Oh, was that Wes Anderson? No, it wasn't Wes Anderson, but this is, I'm going to use, I'm going to get to the point, is because it seems like the people involved in the movie are having more fun than the people watching the movie. Yeah, gotcha. And, and, and smug. I, yeah, there's, there's, you know, we don't care if you don't get it. Yeah, Because okay, we're gotcha. better than you. Yeah, And so I when, when, I, when I watch being John Malkovich, I'm like, what's – I don't see the point. Yeah, exactly. I and don't I, see the point I, either. I don't see the yeah. point. And, again, great cast. Uh and you know what, Spike Jones, who's the director of that, he's made some really good movies, and he's a good actor in his own right. But right, I don't know. I'm like, you know, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not interested. Yep, yep, not interested. Right. Let's go to a comedy now. Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Oh, it's the, it's and, it's in the top three worst movies of all time. And I'll tell you why. Because Hot Tub Time Machine was one of the fucking greatest comedies ever done. <clears throat> And when you compare yep. them, it is just an absolute travesty. They couldn't get it right. They just couldn't uh, get it right. But when the when the draw card star doesn't turn up for the second movie, yeah, you know. know it's going to be shit. Yeah, I know. It was just. Do you I, know I, what though? There's there's a. This happens a lot where people think that because they do one good movie, it means that we have to make a sequel. It's this. It's oh, it's typical it. studio, right? Where it's like, yep. well, come on, let's let's. Hot Dog Time Machine was like a diamond in the rough. Yes. It yep. cost fucking $8 to make, <laughs> and it had it had pretty much a cast of relative unknowns apart from John Cusack. Yep. And they've gone on to become, oh. you know, pretty big names. Like, I love Craig Robinson. I think he's oh, yeah. fucking amazing. Yep. But it's I remember seeing that in the movies, absolutely oh. losing my shit. Oh. But the second one, I reckon I lasted 25 minutes. <laughs> I actually watched the whole thing. Yeah, I think, but end. I think I've gone bits through oh, yeah. it. But like, yeah, so bad. It's yeah. so bad. And with the first one being so good, it was just it makes the it chemistry. Even worse. Yeah, the chemistry between the four guys is just outrageous. It's probably one of the best chemistries I've seen in a comedy. It's personally. very good. Anyway, there you go. Hot tub time machine one. Definitely see it. The second one, fucking just sidestep. Yep. Now I'm going to do a recent one, which I got 30 minutes in and went. I would rather stick needles in my eyes, and you've seen it recently at the movies, Oppenheimer. 
Wow. I was so bored. I was that bored that I nearly fell asleep and it was not even sleep time. <laughs> I was, and I just thought, I found the the way they were telling the story in that first half an hour, I was just like, this is all over the place. What the fuck are they doing here? And I, I just said, I'm out. I'm out. Tell me otherwise. Please tell me otherwise. But I, I, I said, I'm out. Can't okay, so I, I enjoyed Oppenheimer. Yep. I thought it was... I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. Love Christopher Nolan. I like Christopher Nolan too. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that what he was able to achieve is pretty incredible with that movie. Okay. But, but I don't think it needed to be over three hours long. That's my first point. My second point is I actually think it's a movie similar to John being John Malkovich where people think uh. they it's cool to like it. Right, and okay, it's cool gotcha. to say, "Oh yeah, Oppenheimer." Like I, I remember I had a conversation with a twenty-two-year-old bloke, yeah, who's a PT, yeah, and he goes, "Oh, have you seen Oppenheimer? It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen." Right, and I'm like, "Excuse me." Did he say that to you, knowing that you know your movies? Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Oh, it's oh, one right, of the greatest okay. movies I've ever seen." And right. I go, "Yeah, man, it's good. It's a, it's a incredibly brilliantly made film." Like if you if you want to go and show someone how to make a film, yeah, then it's it's right up there. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is yeah, how okay. you construct, yep, a narrative and you construct a film and how it's made and the practical effects. And there were no special effects. There were no CGI. No. Everything was practical, right? So yep. there's lots of things in there that I was sort of blown away. I, I was transfixed by the. I was transfixed. I couldn't look away. Really? Yeah. Now I saw it in the movies and I saw yep. it in a pack cinema, which. It kind I of think, helps. I think helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I do get it though, and it's it's a one watch movie. Yeah, like, okay, I gotcha. would be very surprised that as as much as I did enjoy it, yeah, I'm not sure that I could I will watch it again. Yeah, see, I'd prefer and, to see Wonka again. Yeah, so I thought Wonka was a, a more entertaining film. I, I completely I agree with that, yeah. and it's a bit yep. like because I think in the last year I've done the holy grail of long movie watches in the cinema. <laughs> and another one which is in the same barrel is Killers of the Flower Moon, the, yeah, the latest not, Martin never, Scorsese one. I'm never right? going to be watching that show. It, it is an in, incredibly engrossing story that doesn't need to be three and a half hours long. And again, I've seen it once. I'll never see it again. Yeah. Whereas like, if I watch, yeah. if you talk about Scorsese, I, I've probably seen The Departed 50 times. Yeah, I've probably seen Goodfellas fifty times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've probably I've probably seen Taxi Driver fifteen <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So like he's a difficult and, film. Yeah, and so but but Killers of the Flower Moon, I think it's like stop being so self indulgent. Yes. That's the word I was trying to find and for a lot of and, these. And I think that there is when you talk about like being John Malkovich, Oppenheimer Bird is man. self indulgent. Yeah. yeah. A Birdman's yep. self indulgent. Yep. All these ones where this uh, well, and for different reasons they're self indulgent. Yep. But definitely, uh, I can see what you say with Oppenheimer because it's yeah. it's a one watch for me. I don't think I'll see it again. And do you know what? And I've told you this before. If I see a film is three hours long, I'm like, if you can't tell the story under two hours, I'm fucking out. Like I just watched Surrogates for the first time. Right? It was, an, it was another one from Born to Watch. Bruce Willis Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, I told you. It's not bad, is it? Hour 29, yeah. including the fucking credits. Yeah, yeah. And I knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. It was an entertaining script. Yeah. All that. Um, I think Wayne's World's even like an hour and a half. Yeah, and hour 34 it was, yeah. Interesting watch. Uh, but um, <laughs> every time I see, any time I see over two hours, I'm like, oh, can I be fucked? Yeah, it's, it a real, good? it's a real commitment. It really yeah. is to yeah. do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, look, three... <sighs> Yeah, over three hours for Oppenheimer. No, no. It was too long. No, way too long. All right, two to go. Sharknado. <laughs> Jeez. Mate, I wow. tried to watch it. I tried so hard, and I tried to get it, and I tried to laugh at it. And there's a dickhead Australian in it, and I'm just like, oh, this is shit. Yeah, well, it is shit. <laughs> well, it's a shit movie. It's supposed to be that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, ma- it's exactly right. There's no... Uh, preconceptions about or misconceptions no. about what it is. It is a low-budget yes. shit film. Yep. It's, what, what amazes me is when you have these shit films and it's just there, there's a scene where the house is flooding 
Oh, I remember that so one. So the house yeah. is flooding, but yep. there's no water outside the house. No. So they go outside the house and they're on the concrete, but yeah. inside the house it's three metres high full of water. And it's just shit like that where I go like, okay, get you, I, I know you're working on like the sweat of an oily rag. I get that. I get that. But like. Get let's some have some right. let's have some like common sense. Then yeah. it gets worse. Like I I did the Sharknado thing because Luke got into them like ten years ago, right? And was, yeah, yeah, and so yeah. we went through them all. They get worse, mate. No, I don't. They get, get worse. Though, yeah. Like the, yeah. yeah. Did you see the like? Is it the first one where the shark falls on him and he cuts himself out with the chainsaw? Is that the oh, first one? Uh, I'd say I can't remember. Yeah. But, the but anyway, the shark swallows it. him whole, like Ian's yeah. earring. Shark swallows him whole, and then he Fuck cuts himself out. out of the shark with a chainsaw. It's fucking oh, hilarious. Terrible. It's terrible. bad. They're bad. Terrible. Um, by the way, I haven't put any horror movies in here yet, but you know, just see. By the real- way, like for me, I think that's a that's a so- you've taken a soft option there, Adam. What do you mean? Because that movie is supposed to be shit. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to get the whole broad breadth of yep. movies out okay. there. You know, All right. the last one, and I didn't realize I did have another dancing one in here. Uh, Dirty Dancing. One of fucking terrible. Really? Oh, I fucking hate it. Did you it. watch it again when we did it for Born to Watch? Yes. No, that was the first time. Hated every second of it. Again, I wanted to stab myself in the heart after five minutes. That's a, that. We had a. That was a really fun episode. To it do. was a good episode. It was a good episode. It was funny. And I. But I hate Flash Dance. I hate the fucking one with Kevin Bacon in it. I Footloose. hate again. Foot. Yeah. I hate all those films. And again, it's a dancing one. So that's just to round it off. Not with a round off. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, look, Dirty Dancing is an interesting one because I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. And I hadn't seen it for a long, long time yeah. before we watched it last year for the for the podcast. But yeah. my daughter, who was nine at the time, didn't like it. Yeah. She didn't boring. really like it. It's actually a boring movie. Yeah. So it was like, okay, good soundtrack. Sweet. Fucking shit soundtrack. Mate, Patrick she's Swayze. like the wind is one of the greatest songs in history. Pa- Patrick Swayze did a couple of bombs, like Roadhouse as well is a bit of a bomb. Yeah, but Roadhouse, Roadhouse was for its time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you get a new one. Mate, a new one's got- coming out. Did you see the trailer for the new one? Yeah, we did a the- little. We did a little trailer uh, okay, dissection cool. in the Guilty Pleasures episode oh, nice. coming soon. It actually doesn't look too bad. Yeah, is it? It's probably. It might be a little bit more self-aware than the original one. I think. <laughs> I actually think they were like they were. I know what you mean. <laughs> they were at the script reading of Roadhouse, and they were like, "This thing's going to be fucking amazing." Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, Swayze's done uh, some terrible ones. There's another one that Swayze oh, yeah. did called Steel Dawn, which is a post-apocalyptic. Oh, yeah. He's like a like a samurai walking the earth, with, oh, yeah. you know, and fights people. Uh, yep. Yeah, he's done a few uh, like Black Dog. He's done a few uh, bad movies, Swayze. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he yeah. gets saved because he's done, you know, essentially Ghost. ghost. And, yeah. Really, Ghost. Yeah. That's the, it's the movie that, that it's, it's the movie that really saved him. Yeah. Oh, well, well, there you go. That's half an hour of fucking movies. I hope you guys don't mind listening, but uh, I thought it would be interesting to see Whitey's view as well. Uh, but well, I think you clear of all those movies. You've left a couple out. Like, there's a couple quintessential oh, sure easy ones, like Battlefield Earth. See, I've never seen it, so yeah. I can't. Well, I mate, go I, and visit it. it. It's no. John Travolta, Forrest Whitaker, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, it's one of saw. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. It, I've heard it's rubbish, but I hadn't. Yeah. Seen. These are ones I'd seen, I suppose. Okay, as well, so, so then, yeah. then, and then another one I'm going to throw it in there, and some people will yep. call this the greatest movie ever made: 2000 on a Space Odyssey. It's boring. I fucking boring, hate it. Boring. And it, it, the older I get, I, I'm tempted to go back to watch it again because so I keep I. hearing about how amazing it is. Yep. So am I. But I, I'm sure that I just won't get it. I find I found it to be long and boring and didn't really understand it. It's boring. I, yeah. I got I, actually. I think I tried to watch it last year and I got. I got again about half an hour and I went, "What am I doing with my life if yeah. I'm watching this shit?" Yeah. 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 So there's yeah, a few boring. there, but yeah, that's a yeah. good list. Yeah. Apart yeah, from thank you. apart from the Costner ones. And your soft opt out with Sharknado. I can't wait till they do a cricket version of Field of Dreams. That'd be that'd be awesome. Oh, they make the SCG. They got to walk through the pickets. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> who who would be the ghost? Yeah, but- what team would it be? Would it be the uh, Forty Eight Invincibles? No, it has to be a team. Didn't that team, the baseball team, cheat? And then they'll, they'll try yeah, to they'll retreat themselves? Yeah, they were called the Black Sox. So maybe it's the Sandpaper Gate one, really recent Oh, team. yeah. Well, yeah. no one would want to go and see them. No. Nah. Or the Underarm team, just Trevor Chappell and Greg Chappell, maybe. Yeah. With Rod Marsh trying to beat the shit out of them. 
Yeah, that was a, that was not good. It's not a highlight. Uh, anyway, there you go. There you go. All right, mate. Do you want to start us off with uh, uh, some news stories, or have you got some? Mate, I've or do got you want me to start? Uh, no, no, no. I want to. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the. I thought, okay, so COVID <laughs> changed the world substantially. Yes. And one place where it really changed it was how we shop and where okay. we shop. Yes. And, you know, in Australia, we've got Coles and Woolies, which are the monopoly on the supermarket chains here. Yep. And they've just been fucking everybody over forever. But since COVID, it's gone up to remarkable levels where they're, you know, the prices. You know, when COVID was on or when COVID just finished, I used to buy a 30-pack of Pepsi Max for $19, right? That's what before yes. COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it was a 30-pack of Pepsi Max for $19. During COVID, it was still okay because they froze the prices during COVID, essentially. After COVID, there was no discounts anymore. So no. that 30-pack became like $39. Oh, yeah. Right? And yep. they tried to rape us for a good few months until the people realised what was going on and then the, the discount started to come back. So now yep. that $19.30 pack is now 26 and I think I'm getting a good deal because I used to pay $40 for it, right? Yep. So what has happened is that they've – and now what they've even done now to mask the, the lack of discounts that they give, they're starting to do multi-buys. Yeah. Yep. So, for instance, like chocolate. That sells which for five dollars fifty, which I, which, I don't, I, which I haven't bought a block of chocolate in a while. Oh wow, well done. Three for fifteen dollars, right? Three That's... for fifteen dollars, and they retail for five dollars fifty each. So it's a dollar. You get fifty cents off per thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Ten percent off. Right. Now, generally, when I'm they like... would do a sale for chocolate, that five dollar fifty bar might be three fifty. Yeah. 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 Right. Now it's fifty cents off, and the only way you get that is if you buy three of them and you spend fifteen dollars. Now, look, I went to business school and I've run a business that all 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 hinged on up an average price. Yep. So when I had the video shop, if I could have everyone walk in the door and the average spend was over ten dollars, I'm going to be okay. Yep. So gotcha. everything I did revolved around I did four movies for twelve ninety five. Yep. I didn't care if they took four new release movies. I was getting my $10 per customer. Yeah, gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So everything I did was nothing was ever under $10 for, yep. for a package deal. It all had to be over $10 to make up for people that had rent one movie, right? Gotcha, gotcha. So what's happening now in the um, – because they're not making enough money, the supermarkets, they're still turning billion-dollar profits, oh, mind you. They're still making money, just not as much as they want. Yeah. Well, it's, I think Woolies made a $4 billion profit. How much do you need, right? How much do you need to make? So the question is, mate, have you also – so we're talking about the dodgy discounts and the fact that there is no discounts and they're just masking it, right? Yep. Have you noticed – and I noticed – I first noticed this probably 15 years ago, let's say 12 years ago, when they started to – say, for instance, we'll use a chocolate block again. So the family size block used to be huge. Yep. Right? And then they cut two rows out of the family size block, still charge the same price, still yep. call it the family block. Yes. And now it's been happening with everything. Yep. Have you have you seen the size of a Mars bar and a Snickers oh, yeah. now? I know. They're tiny. They are they're fucking tiny, they're like Three bites. Yeah. Look at the Big and Mac. It's, and it's the same price. Big Mac's price. fucking tiny. Yeah, and it's, the, and it's the same price, if not more expensive. If not more, yeah. Absolutely, packets of chips. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, all all that stuff. They're they're fucking us left, right, and center. These fuckers, and they're blaming supply chain. You know, increases in shipping and all this bullshit. It's it's mate. Don't don't get me fucking started. Do you know seriously. what makes you know what's hilarious is that the use by dates on this things these things are <laughs> ginormous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what? How can the supply chain be an issue? <laughs> It's, if if a thing's got a nine month use by on it, yeah, how's supply chain an issue? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. This yep. is what I don't get. And they fuck the farmers. Don't get me started on them fucking the farmers. Oh, they they fuck right? the farmers. Um, 
Hey, look, it's interesting because um, my my wife's cousin is in chocolate, right? And makes chocolate things, like chocolate colored pretzels and stuff like that. I was speaking to him about it. He said his chocolate inputs have gone up forty percent because they get them from West Africa and they've had massive water issues, flooding, and all that, which killed the crop. So there are real, um, there are real examples of that happening with inputs, but it's not happening with everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the chocolate from West Africa. You can get more chocolate from other places, right? Um. So yeah, I do get, I do understand, especially smaller companies like his. He's a smaller company, right? Yeah. It's not Whitaker's or fucking Mars or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, and they're the ones that really get hit the hardest. But these, especially these big fucking behemoths, they they can soak it up wherever they want, and you know they rip off farmers. Um, yeah, and then and then they get on the bandwagon of the governments and say, like for example, egg producers and go, oh, everything has to be uh, free range now. Because of the environment, and we don't want the the chickens being fucking treated difficultly, badly. Sorry, in a bad way. Well, of course the supermarkets are going to jump all over it because it's going to increase their costs, and then they've got an excuse to increase it to the to the end consumer even more. So yeah, mate, it's a it's a fucking self fulfilling prophecy. All this bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. But we but the only thing we can do as consumers is not buy the shit, right? Is not buying. Well, they tried to do a ban here on because what happened here, I think it was Woolies or one of them on Australia Day were not going to sell Australia Day products. Yeah. Not going to sell flags and all this kind of shit. Oh, so there was a big bullshit. thing. There was a big oh, thing going on about, you know, boycott, boycott, boycott. But there's nowhere to go. No. You know, they go shop independent. Sure, they got IGA here, which is the Independent Grocers yeah. Association of Australia. Yep. And they're shitty little stores and everything is. Double. Super expensive. <laughs> double. Super expensive. Now, that's frightening in one thing. Yeah. And, but so they want you to go and, and 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 if you if you do a grocery shop now, it's not fucking cheap. No. Fuck no. Like you can't get it you can't get out of Dodge for under two hundred bucks. No. And you barely no. got a week's food. Yeah, that's right. And it's so it, yeah. Something's gotta well, be done. What we've started doing is we've started doing little shops now. So every second day we'll go and spend forty to fifty dollars, yeah, or more. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So yeah. what that does, if you go for a big shop, you'll just go. I'm fucking shopping. Here's some more fucking chips. Here's more of this. Glorious. Oh, we probably need those steaks, even though we don't. Put them, we can put them in the freezer. What I find with little shops is that you're kind of going for something specific. You might only get one extra thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what we've started doing. They've also got this, I can show you too, they've got this new dinners. It's fuck it. You can't see it because it's upside down, right? Yeah, no, I can see it. Uh, yep. oh, new, oh, it's upside down for me. It's a yep. new world thing where they do new year, new dinners. You know how they've got all these whoop and all these, you can spend 150 bucks and you get all the ingredients and here's the, the, the food recipe. Yeah. That's what Coles are trying to do now. Oh, over right. Here, which, is new, which is new world. So they're trying to get in on the act as well because- all those other ones have done pretty good. But what we found, we were doing that for, you know, we were getting three or four meals a week with those, you know, um, recipe places. Yeah, we and, did the same thing for a bit. Yeah, but then then the produce is shit. They give you all the shit stuff. Yeah. And then they go, oh, you're supposed to have salmon here, but we've given you chicken instead because yeah. we ran out of salmon. It's like, fuck off. Or not only that, you eat the meal and you're like, well, where's the rest of it? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. It's, this feeds four eight-year-olds. <clears throat> yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Who don't eat all their meal. Yeah, so look, it's a, you know, with, with all, obviously interest rates so high, with the cost of living so high, I, something's got to give, mate. Something's got to give somewhere. Um, I, I am reading a few more articles around where people are starting to roll off their, their two, three-year fixed rates over here and they are now got double or triple the fucking interest and principal charges. Oh, mate, so that, it's, 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 this, the next couple of years... The worst is yet to come, mate, once people start to yeah. roll off their cheap deals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I even wrote down what I read today in the paper in terms of Fletcher Building over here, which is the biggest construction company, had a $120 million loss and the CEO's quit. Um, ASB for the six months to December had a 12% down on profit because they're not because their lending books shit. And Sky City, I didn't really look deep. Sky City, the casino here, is going to have an $8 million fine for not following any money laundering. So... You know, you're having some big companies starting to either make losses or try and skim the regulations to try and save money. Yeah. Really. 
So it's going to be an interesting year this year, I think, in terms of the world economy, because the US is actually going gangbusters. Yeah. It's actually going really well. China's obviously come off from their 10% GDP highs down to 4.5, but 4.5 for a normal country is great. But what that'll do is it'll slow down everyone else's um, um, who who are in, in China doing business. It'll slow them down, and that'll have a knock-on effect. So... You know, it's going to be an interesting year, mate. I just think a lot of first home buyers who bought two or three years ago are going to fucking struggle here, going to really struggle. Mm. And we're potentially looking to buy a house here, so we're kind of going, we're not really in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not really in a rush. Well, you, so you, anyway. to, you, you shouldn't be. You need to sort no. of wait it out, and you might yeah. you might benefit from that. Yeah. They're even to, even um, one of the banks over here said they might even hike the rates another 0.5% over here, which is fucking outrageous mm. anyway there you go there's the financial update for everyone out there who, who likes finance which is probably no one no one at all uh <laughs> so yes i agree mate the, the cost of living is is getting fucked to be honest yes getting it's fucked. not easy mm-hmm. all right what do you got yeah. all right um i've got a couple of quick ones I just wanted the people of New Zealand to know that the new government here, which is the national-led government, is looking to scrap first-year university fees for students. And as you probably all know, that the Labor government brought it in. Now, they're not actually scrapping it all. They're going to bring it to give you your last year of university free, right? So actually, I, I don't, don't mind that. I don't mind it, that. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't mind it because it actually gives you some sort of carrot to finish your degree. Incentive, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I think that's I, a good idea, actually. Yeah. Look, it, look. uni used to be free for everyone who <laughs> wanted to go to uni. Yeah. And then the government decided to monetize it and fuck it all up for everyone. And then we've now, and I think we've spoken this on the podcast, you've got people doing law and, and doctor degrees and even just fucking teaching degrees who have got massive debt when they leave, which is fucking ridiculous. We shouldn't be loading debt onto newly minted university people. It's fucked. But anyway, anyway, that's my two cents worth. Yeah. No, fair enough too. Fair enough. Yep. Um, Freedom and isn't then, free. Oh, sorry? Freedom isn't free, mate. Free. I, think, I remember talking about that recently, right? Mate, it's one of the <laughs> one of the greatest songs in uh, <sighs> Team America. Freedom oh. isn't free. Fuck, that's a good movie. I'm going to revisit that. That's a hefty fucking fee. <laughs> well, it kills lots of people for a start. Um, that's not a three-hour film either. So go no, out. It's not. That one. No, it's not. It's got a quality sex scene in it too from two oh, marionette fuck. puppets. Oh, yeah. I think I have <laughs> masturbated that. Anyway. Um, you think? I think. Um, I just wanted to bring this one up quickly before we go to you, mate. Um, and this will dovetail into one because we did talk about this one before the podcast. Uh, new, uh, this is on stuff.co.nz. It's in the world area. It's annoying work habit set to be illegal in Australia. Um, basically, do you get that sinking feeling when your boss's name pops up on your phone after work? Well, that's going to become a thing of the past in Australia. It's going to be illegal to actually for your boss or anyone else to call you outside of work hours. Now, I think this is a fucking this is a fucking great win for workers, personally. I think. Yeah. How, how okay? You're you're a boss. You manage people. Yep. How often out of hours do you contact your staff? So you're talking after five. Yep. Maybe I might ring someone at five fifteen, five thirty once a week. Maybe. Yep. Uh, and they, but they will ring me as well. Yes. As well. Well, it cuts both. I'm assuming assuming that this cuts both ways. So then the staff member can't ring the boss after five o'clock then. Well, what usually happens is I finish at five and I switch my phone off because I've got a separate personal phone. (laughs) That's what I usually do. But yeah, yeah, look, sometimes I'm working past that and yeah, I'll have it on and they'll ring me. To be honest, if I'm still working, I don't care. Yeah. As long as they don't say, I need something tonight, then I go, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's excellent. I think that. Look, I try. I find that most stuff that if I do with work people after hours generally doesn't revolve around work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like gotcha. from from that, like it might be like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Or what right. about this? What about that sort of stuff? But yeah, gotcha. Look, I've been obviously starting a new business this year. I've been very careful to set boundaries about when we can and can't 
yeah, good. contact each other or or, or have clients contact yeah. us. Yep. I think that's yep. important as well that there needs to be boundary set because, you know, I do have one client that thinks that he can just send a text message at six in the morning and think it's going to get answered. <laughs> and it will. It'll just be a quarter <laughs> to nine. Uh, but and because because there's been a big movie one, I just watched Office Space last night. Again, an hour and a half movie. Yeah, great fucking film. Yeah. I forgot how good how fucking funny it was. Just that boss asking the guy to come in on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, and then come in on Sunday. It was like, wow. And you, t- tell you what, you had to do it back in the day. Otherwise, you just wouldn't have a job. Yeah, it's it's funny, that you, and we'll get onto this because I, I've actually been watching. There's a couple of people on now. I'm gonna, Sound a bit lame, but because I'm on TikTok for Born to Watch, Ooh. so whenever I'm posting, I think I, I verily just flick through and see what's going on. Yeah, and there's a couple guys on there that people send in messages that they've had communications with their boss, and it's generally around awesome, like annual leave and all the or or stuff like oh, yeah. I need you to do this. You know, it's nine o'clock at night, and the boss messages and says, "Oh, that presentation tomorrow. I need you to fix A, B, C, and D and E and F before seven a.m." And they're like, sorry, it's nine PM. I'm not fixing it. It'll be fine. No, right. So there's always, there's always a. I find that part of a, a bad boss's mo is to really push the boundaries and find out what they yes. can, and can't get away with. Right. Yep. So here, there's, a, there's, and a lot of them revolve around annual leave and stuff that I watch. Now, yep. this boss sent this message, to a worker. And said, yeah. "Hi, Noel. Jenny has resigned, so we need to cancel your leave next week. All hands on deck while we try to replace her. We can push back a few months. I've advised HR. It's now changed for you. Appreciate you understanding." What? Right? What? Yeah. Where so is this? Is this in America? This is in Australia. This is in Australia. It's in Australia. Fuck. Uh, what the so, fuck is that? On, so this is, this is the response. Hi, Nick. Sorry to hear. I totally appreciate how frustrating this would be to management. But what do you mean you have already told HR my leave has changed? Unfortunately, I can't cancel my leave as it's my brother's wedding in Bali. All <laughs> flights are paid for and my kids are in the wedding party. I did book this in seven months ago, so cancelling isn't an option. I can help out more until I leave if that helps, but I can't change my leave dates. Wow. Right? He's very, very mellow about it. Yeah. So then the the boss comes back and says, oh. well, you know, you're not really being a team player. Oh, fuck off. Right? Uh, you know, we need you to do this, uh, you know, and your leave's cancelled and this is what's happening. He goes. It's um. Yeah, we haven't been together. What uh, he says, like the the. Mate, I can't stress enough. Your leave is cancelled. We just can't what? do it. I'm sorry. Fuck right? off. So then, this appeared to be the last straw. So he replied to this. Hi, yep. Nick, who's the employee to the boss. Yes. Hi, Nick. I actually don't want to come back to work now. I'm quite shocked at this email. I'm going to take my leave earlier, and we'll start from today. While away, I will think about if working with a company that doesn't promote boundaries is a place I really want to work at. I'm also sending this as an email to Aaron and HR as it's totally unreasonable. Mate. That is a great email. Good response. Good response. Now, the the thing that I have seen and I I can't believe is that how often shit like this happens. Really? Does it? Yeah. This this guy on TikTok, his, his whole, his page is reading stuff that people have been sent from bosses and management and and it's incredible how many people Fuck. try this on. I, I just don't get it. I I, I just I I would I, never do that to the, employees. The same thing I happened the, exactly the same thing happened to me. I had really? a job it was one of my first jobs. I was working for a sportswear company and I was doing very, very well. I had um I had made budget by December. Right, I, and it was in a June, it, June year in end, in a June year end sort of thing because yeah. it was, it was a. We, I looked after country rugby league, and I was selling oh. jerseys and footy stuff into them. And oh, awesome! I'd broken the record. I'd done like one point two million dollars worth of sales in six months. Fuck. Like I just killed it, and I'd yeah. only been there for probably. I started there like in maybe February or March, and Shit. had just just crushed it. Right, so yeah. 
my parents were living overseas at the time, and I had they were going to leave France, and so we had a flight that we could use to go to France. So nice. The following, I think it might have been like February, uh, yep. that I, w- I was going to book a holiday. Now they had a they had a blocked out time where you couldn't take holidays between um, November or, or it was like October and February because that's when the the sales period was because it was the off season for football, right? Right. And I'd gone to my boss and I said, "Look, I, I'm gonna. I've got. I've done all. I've done about seventy five percent of my orders were going to be delivered before Feb one. Yep. And so they would be cleared. And I wasn't going until like you know the second week of February. Right. Yep. I said, mate, there'll be there's probably t- maybe twenty orders in the system. I'll make sure they're managed, and then all it'll just be is just the delivery and. Yep. And then whatever happens after that, someone can manage that. Someone can. Man- I said, mate, Actually, I've got, boss, I've got, you can manage. I've that. got this opportunity, and straight away, my boss goes, "No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. You've got approval. It's all good." So I booked the holiday. Yeah, Megan booked the holiday. Yep, we paid for it. I think yep. we we were going to the states, and we were going to to France, and we were going yeah, no. to Italy, and we're doing quite oh, a big awesome. holiday because we got a, a flight paid by my dad's company. Awesome. So it gets to like January. And we've come back from Christmas, and it gets to January, like maybe like the middle of January. And my boss is like, my so my boss goes, oh, I think there's a problem with your leave. And I go, but it's already been signed off of and approved, and yeah, you've signed it off. He goes, yeah, but the owners, they there's a blackout between this and February. I go, mate, it's it's two weeks, and we've had this discussion. You approved it. You know where I sit. I've showed you the spreadsheet. This yep. is where we are. And they go, yeah, I know, but I th- I, th- I think they're gonna they're gonna cancel your leave. So, I, and so they called me in for a meeting, and and they used to have this office in the corner, and they used to work in the same office. Yep. These two guys, and there was a red light out the front of their door. If the red light was on, you couldn't enter the office. Right. Right. Okay. Gotcha. It was quite old school. So they call me into this office, and the red I can see the red light goes on. Yep. Right. And they go, well, Matt, you know, um, I see you've got your hol- this holiday book, but you, you know we've got a company policy that you can't do this, you can't do that. I said, look, I understand that. I've, I, this is why I asked if it was possible to do. Yep. This is what's been going on. And, blah, blah, blah. and manager said, yeah, it's all good. He signed off on it. He goes, well, he doesn't have permission to do that. And I go, well, that's not my problem. No. That's your and his problem because he signed off on it. I said, and they go, well, sorry, Matt, you, you're going to have to cancel your holiday. I said, well, I'm not going to cancel my holiday. You're going to cover the expenses for that. And we're going in two and a half weeks. And you've known about this for six months. I said, so why is this coming up now? They're like, well, nah, sorry. You're going to have got, I quit the job. On the spot. I quit the job on the spot. Good. I gave them a notice and I said, uh, this is when I'll be leaving. I'll work up until here. And they were like, well, what do you mean? I go, well, I'm sorry. Like, you've given me an ultimatum. Yeah. And I'm not going to be $10,000 out of pocket. No. <laughs> because you won't let me no. go on my leave. And it was already been approved. So I quit. <laughs> On the spot, and what, what did they say? And, and I said, and you know, and, and you're welcome for the record sales in my area in six months. Yeah, Fucking you're hell. welcome. And then I went and worked for a competitor. Fucking hell! Yeah, mate, it was incredible. Seriously, and they so, just let you go, and they just let they just me go. Let, yeah, because they just let just, you quit. Yeah, arrogant. Just yeah, you know, whatever. Fucking hell! Yeah. If you if so, seriously, if you were the best salesman, broken records, and you wouldn't have that ultimatum in the first place, a good employer. No. But even if you said, I quit, I'd go, I'd go oh, oh, no, 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 maybe we'd let you. And then I'd, I'd assume you'd probably just quit anyway because they've seen You've their cards. But, but again, it's so watching these things, this shit happens all the time. And yeah. it blows me away because I, 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 I would never, having managed some people before, I would never. Like if there was, it's, what's incredible is the amount of times that a manager is not willing to step up. Yeah. And Absolutely. go, okay, I'm into the breach. When I had the video shop, when I had the video shop, if someone called in sick and I couldn't get someone to do that shift, I went in. Yeah. Or of if course. someone said I need this guy, I was in there. Of course. Yeah, you I'll do. cover it. It's my business. Like I, you know, if, as a manager, sometimes you've just got to cover. Absolutely. If my guys go away and there's shit to be done, I just do it. Yeah. Or I get one of the other guys to do it. No, but you know, but, but again, but we you, get it done. you've organized you get it, done. it, right? You've, you've, yeah. And, and I think that it's just easy nowadays for them to go, well, no, I'm not going to do that. And it's just, there seems to be a, a distinct lack of boundaries. It's just lazy. Like, how can you go to someone, I've canceled your leave, I've spoken to HR? Yeah. It's just, 
How can you how can you say that without even having discussed it with the no with the employee ridiculous. before? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Fun. Oh mate. Oh well, they missed out, mate. That's the bottom line. And they they try and prey on you being scared of you losing your job, for sure. the uncertainty of it. Yeah, for I sure. Think. And um, I think yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people get treated that way, and you don't need to. There's fucking heaps of jobs out there. Even if you, in the meantime, you pull pints, you know, there's yeah. still jobs out there. Yeah. So yeah, no good one, mate. I enjoyed yeah. that one. Yeah. Hey, can I can I have a last one here? Go for it. Yeah. And we can chat. I now. I'm not going to say I'm Nostradamus, even though I said that the Rugby World Cup would be a fucking debacle, and I'm sure there's a myriad of other things I've uh, picked uh, and and said which have come true. Uh, here's one big one which I've been saying for probably 25, 30 years, is that I thought we should get a juiced-up games. Yes. A steroid games. Yes. I think we should do it. Now, here we go. Australian... What does it say? Old juice to the gills. Australian swimmer accepts $1.5 million <laughs> offer to take performance-enhancing drugs. Fucking love it. Love it. And then there's a picture of a Kenyan doper who runs a sizzling Milan marathon, like gets a record. Then he received a 10-year ban. Anyway, James Magnuson says he's ready to take performance-enhancing drugs in a newly formed enhanced games. But there is skepticism in Australian swimming circles about whether the dual Olympian has what it takes to scoop a prize of... More than 1.5 million Australian dollars if you can break the 50-meter freestyle record. So this is basically paving the way to have a steroid games. And I think it's a great idea. I'd watch that every day. I'd probably watch it more than a clean games, to be honest. Mate, we've been watching it for 50 years anyway. Exactly. 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 Yeah, I think, I think that... Let's uh, just make it that. I, I th- look, I, I get that you'll never probably have... The you know, well, whoever they are, these World Olympic Committee say we're we're now allowing steroids. Like I get that will probably never happen, yeah. but Fuck why them, not? Though. Why not have a steroid games? I think it's. I think so. And you watch the you watch the records tumble, mate. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yes. But what I, I what should... I'd be interested yeah. to seeing, I'd be really interested to see, like how he rips up Magnuson. Oh fuck yeah. And what he looks like in comparison to, say, the people that are swimming in the normal games. I'll tell you what you can do. You can look at women Chinese swimmers before and then look at them after. <laughs> yes. And that's what he's going to look like in yeah. comparison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's great. I, I just Look, look it, you know, weightlifters are using drugs. Wrestlers are using drugs. Shooters are using drugs. They're all using them, mate. Drug. The Tour de France I cannot watch because... They're all just juiced up. Let's just just say juice up, and then I'll probably watch it. Um, fucking what else? The South African rugby team when they won two World Cups ago were the most juiced up rugby union side I've ever seen in my life. If you've seen those photos, um, Carl Lewis, keep going. Just Ben Johnson, keep going. Marion yeah. Jones, keep going. Yeah, they all are fucking using. They're probably not use, maybe not using in competition, and their doctors got it wrong, and that's why they got caught. But they are fucking using it. Bronson Sherry, who's now the Bulldogs, used it. Fucking oh, just... mate, mate, Robbie O'Davis, uh, mate, the, yeah. Robbie Howe. Yep. The, the, the NRL went through a yep. massive juice yeah. phase and only, oh, yeah. only a few of them got caught. Yes. Right? If you're yes. telling me the Chief wasn't on the gear? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Paul Harrigan, like yeah. Mark Carroll, you're yeah. telling me they weren't all on the gear? <laughs> mate, that, that NRL of the early 90s. Oh, so good. Like that, so ni- good. probably 90 to 90, probably through the Super League War, probably to 90, 96, yeah. 96, 97. Yeah, Probably good. 97 because Robbie O was on the gear when Newcastle yep. won in 97. Yeah. So you're yep. probably looking, the whole 90s was a was the juice decade. It was fucking great. Matt Sears. Great footy. Matt, Matt Sears. Sears. That's right. He got done for He got done for, for the Coke, Coke and for um, Roberts. Yep. So, see, I d- see, I don't understand why. They test for marijuana and that. Like marijuana, I couldn't think of anything worse drug to take if you're about to play rugby league. Mm. I mean, you just, as a shooter, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, maybe, I get it. But, you know, some of the drugs they test for don't even specify to the sport, you know. Mm. But just, I don't know. I just think, you know, same with a lot of those recreational ones. What? You know, someone has MDMA and then goes to play rugby league, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not performance enhancing. It's yeah. actually... Yeah, the opposite. But I would definitely watch the roided up games. I think it'd be, I think it'd be great. Definitely. 
Are they going to have the slap fight in the games? Oh, fuck. Have you seen that? Mate, they're brutal. That, that's just... I, I don't know. I, I, I would never do that. Ever do that. Ever. I don't know how... They've got a massive broken jaws. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Fucking so, concussion. Holy oh, shit. Oh, you know, there's definitely CTE in their future. <laughs> Jesus. Got to, I think part of the... Part of the deal to do it is you've got to sign your brain away to research yeah. afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. The thing is, if you have all these roided up, you're going to have to sign waiver after waiver after waiver because people are going to hit harder, you know, so concussion's going to be more. You're going to get hit harder, so you're going to have joint injuries probably mm. if, you, if your muscles don't hold out. Look, it's going to be a fucking logistical – oh, sorry, lawyer's fucking gold mine. I think mm. this is going to be. But if you sign your life away, what do I care? You, you, you're. Ch- we can't just make people not choose to do stuff because we think it's not not good. Just do it. If you sign a waiver, do it. Mate, you, you sound like uh, you know an emperor. Entertain me. Fucking hell! Can you imagine me being emperor? It'd be the best fucking country in the world. This place. If I was the emperor <laughs> of New Zealand. You do look a little bit like Emperor Palpatine off Star Wars. <laughs> Is it, does he have a really bad dodgy moustache? Does he? Got a rough head. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's the end of my stuff. I've got what have you got? I've got else? one last one to finish on. Sure. Uh, where do you sit with road rage? Road rage. Yeah. We've ta- we've talked a little about road rage. Yeah. Road you- rage. Control your temper. Road where, where do you rage. sit? What's your thoughts with road rage? Because we oh. all get angry. Well, I think we all get angry yeah. about how stupid people are on the road. Would you ever <sighs> get out of a car and fuck no? Play into someone? No. So there's no, 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 look. Look, I I. I I'll get angry in a car, and then I'll go. What is the point of me getting angry? Yeah. There's no, there's, what's the? And do you know what? I've probably made people get road rage because I wasn't watching the road properly. So yeah. I'm trying to have a more pragmatic view on it, and just go. Ah, uh, they're probably just daydreaming about getting home and having sex with their dog or something. You know. Yeah. I hope it's not that, but yeah. Well, they might be. Mate, there's a guy in Melbourne. Uh, there's footage of it. There's a guy in Melbourne. Dashcam footage kept at the moment. An Audi driver yeah. crashed into a motorcyclist, sending him flying into the air. Ooh. Now, apparently, so the, the, the something had happened and the cyclist came up beside this Audi and sort of gave the whole, eh, what are you doing, mate? Now, I a couple things. One is, short, when you ride a motorcycle, you need to be better than every other person on the road. Same with a cyclist. Right. To, you you to need to rules. be more aware yep. of what is going on than anyone else on the road. 100%. Because they are very, very difficult to see. Yep. I right? agree. And they do some pretty stupid fucking things. Yep. Now, it doesn't excuse what's going to happen next. Something's obviously happened no. in the traffic. Guy's yep. pulled up and then he's, he's, the motorbike's gone off in front of him. So the guy has sped up and run him over on a main road in Fuck. Melbourne and flipped him into oncoming traffic. Holy shit. The guy's was- like nearly dead. The driver of the Audi is a, was a 21-year-old. Now, I understand there's a lot of hormones at 21. Not enough to run someone over on a street for pissing you off. It's a lot of anger for a 21-year-old. Oh, mate, you're <laughs> not old enough to be that angry. Mm. I get the hormone thing. I blame video games. Well, you should. You should. Uh, Shit. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's fucked. The guy's pretty fucked up. But for me, I don't – I'll never understand road rage. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll tell some – I'll call someone a fucking idiot under my breath yeah, yeah, or – Yeah, same. Or whatever, but I'm not going to speed up and harass no. someone in the traffic. No. No. Not at all. I've been – I've never. had guys like – apparently think I've wronged them and just sort of follow me through the traffic and I'm on my ass and I, and then I might slow down to 30 Ks. Yeah. But it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I had another one in Melbourne where I was coming out of a building, sorry, out of a car park and the guy, this trader unit, you was let me in and I waved, but he obviously didn't see me wave and he's fucking, I'm sitting there just waiting at the lights, and all of a sudden I see in the rearview mirror this guy going like this, like jam, going accelerating, jamming on their their 
their brakes really quickly, just like as if they're going to hit me in the back. And I'm like, I'm going, what, what the fuck are you doing? I did wave, mate. I waved. You just didn't see it. And I'm like, fucking, mate, get a life. Yeah. Get a fucking life. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, look, it's um, road rage is a, uh, it's an, it's an, it's just an, it's a, it's a reaction which actually has no good outcome. No, you're right. <laughs> it's it's comp- it's com- it's completely unnecessary because you know what? Like we've all fucked up at some stage on the road oh, and made a fucked 100%. up. You know, like whether we're daydreaming or whatever. Yep. And to be honest, the amount of time that we drive, which is a yep. lot, there should be more. Oh fuck yeah! I'm surprised there are not more people killed. Yeah, every day. Like there for should just be, everything. There should be, <laughs> but for driving, the amount of times that we spend in a car. Yeah, I'm. There's not it's enough. Amazing. Deaths. There's not enough deaths. It's amazing. And so but it's just, it's the same thing where we we always focus on the one percent of negatives. Yeah, you know, and that's the same in in for driving or for. You know, your day, just your day. You might have the fucking best day in the world and one little thing will trip you up and that's all you'll talk about to your partner or to your kids or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know. I'm not a road rage guy. Uh, let's leave it at that. You've, you've mellowed in your old age. Well, no, I haven't mellowed. That's for sure. <laughs> I haven't uh, mellowed. Mate, I reckon yeah. it's time for you to go back to bed. Yeah, mate, my back is fucked. I'm yeah. so sore. Thanks I'm for just, uh, yeah. Thanks for making the effort. Oh, you're welcome, Whitey. It's always good to see you. Always, and, um, I agree. It is always good to see me. It is good. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. It fucking hurts. Um, till cool. next week. Awesome. Uh, Absolutely. Live, live from Bali, uh, and oh, yeah. we're going to do it live from Bali. Well, I'll be in Bali next week. I'm in Bali for the next two weeks. So. Awesome. Awesome, so we'll, that'll uh, be wicked. We'll we'll sort out the timing and away we go. It'll be fun. Have Done. fun, man. It's I will. Be so much gonna fun. do nothing. No kids for two weeks. It'll be incredible. Oh, has your boss let you take the time off? Like, oh, you're I'm, your boss, I'm, I'm my boss now, so yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. Awesome, mate. Yes. Awesome. Oh, great to see you, mate. Good to see great. you, mate. Feel better. And uh, we shall catch up next week. Thank you, people. Make sure you tell at least one person about trans Tasman gibberish and let's grow the community. One person. Just tell one That's person. It. That's, That's all it. we want. And then we can double overnight, and then they'll tell one person. Yeah. And then they'll tell one person. Next thing you know, six people will be listening. Fucking hell. How amazing. good is that going to be? It's going to be incredible. Just Can you imagine more people listening to this Semi-famous. How... They call us semi-famous. Well, just how better their lives will be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Fucking hell. Gee whiskers. Gee whiskers. Get my hand off it. Um, On that note. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See you next week, people. And we are out. Trans-Tasman gibberish. Bye for now. Bye, 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 listeners. Bye.